Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. A federal court affirms the Biden administration cannot force doctors to perform so-called gender mutilation surgeries. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Well, the Religious Sisters of Mercy, the Catholic Benefits Association and other Catholic interest entities, they sued the Biden administration because of a threat of a multi-million dollar penalty for alleged discrimination on the basis of sex. Uh, this came as a result of a policy that the Biden administration ultimately imposed that required these healthcare entities and their employees, doctors and others, to actually participate in these so-called gender mutilation surgeries. This is where someone wants to literally remove healthy body parts, such as breast or other genitals, to take away healthy body parts because of stressors in their mind where they're confused about whether they're male, female, a combination of both or neither. The Eighth Circuit Court of Appeals upheld the Catholic group's free exercise of religion claim in refusing to perform or ensure so-called gender transition procedures citing a prior district court ruling in the same case which found that the intrusion upon the Catholic plaintiffs exercise of religion is sufficient to show irreparable harm. You know this is a great decision and I just I think of the children that are being mutilated because of these the LGBT agenda that is being pushed on them and that's why we represent these counselors that go into the counseling room and try to help them get to the root problem Whereas but they go into schools and they're, they're trying to say, what pronoun would you like to be? What gender do you want to be today? Do you want to be a cat or whatever? You think about, you know, someone says, oh, that's just a hyperbole. You want to be a cat. No, 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 no. But it's not. No. Unbelievable. There are people. In fact, I was in Texas the other week and I was talking to someone in a lobby of a place that I was visiting. And we this issue came up. And... He asked me, which I had heard about, he said, have you heard about the furries? And we started talking about that. There's a school in Texas that he knows of where the kids call themselves furries. And a furry is a kid who thinks that he or she is an animal. A cat could be a gerbil, hamster, dog, or something else. And so they come to school and they actually don't talk because cats don't talk. Dogs don't talk, so they won't respond because they're identifying as a, quote, furry. And some of them even, they'll go up to smell their hair no. or they'll lick the other person like an animal would. No. I mean, they're acting like an animal, and the schools are tolerating that and allowing these individuals to disrupt. But that's the end game. If you start to say, mm -hmm. well, for a teacher, you've got 30 people in the class— you could have all 30 of them having a different pronoun. In fact, the next week they could change their pronoun to something different. Now that teacher then is supposed to remember who those people want to be called, and if they don't refer to them as a pronoun, then they get a complaint by the student. Or, you know, now they've got not just 30 pronouns to deal with, 
but they've got cats and dogs and hamsters and mice and gerbils. I mean, it's just, it's, it's a total abandonment of objective reality. It is a total... It's an abandonment of the way God created us, Absolutely, Matt. a I mean, total abandonment the, and a rejection of how God created Exactly. You go back to Genesis, and you see that Satan is after our seed, and, and you see the different ways, whether it's unborn children or it's those who are already born, and they're pushing this agenda on them. They're trying to push them into this confusion, and there's a huge profit for these different companies, you know, pushing them into these uh, puberty blockers, into surgery, the governor of uh, Illinois, Pritzker, his family is a big part of, if you Google the gender clinics from a few years ago to where they are currently, you see a huge increase of those gender clinics. His family is a big part of that. There's huge dollars in this, but our children are the victims in this scenario. You know, we, our very first uh, so-called transgender case was the Canteras versus Canteras case. And this uh, Michael... Uh, Margo, actually um, Canteras, his name is Michael, um, but at any rate, he ended up uh, wanting to go to a clinic in Texas. He saw some advertisement about the Rosenberg Clinic and uh, went through hormones and also mutilating surgery. Mm. Um, and it's a long story, but we ended up representing his um, partner, if you will, who became a Christian, realized that that relationship was wrong. But one day he's, uh, he's standing in the bathroom and uh, his son, it's adopted, it's a, actually a person who was artificially inseminated, his partner was artificially inseminated, our client who became a Christian. Um, and the little boy notices that dad doesn't look like him, and he says, why? Uh, is that the case? And uh, this person says, well, because when you become around 30 years old, that kind of that part of your body falls off. I mean, it's just unbelievable the, the trauma that these kids mm. went through. Um, but there was ultimately a situation where he tried to get custody. We ultimately won that battle. But it's incredible what these kids go through. But now what we see here is it's the kids themselves. It's the right. kids themselves that are being attacked with these hormones, with the puberty blockers, they're with the, the mutilating victims. surgery. And they're the direct victims. And then they're pretending in these schools that you can change your gender just like you change your sex. Right. And so you have the Biden administration trying to push this scenario on them and putting out these proclamations on the website, you know, saying that we support transgender and we support all this. Well, even having uh, drag queens come up to the White House for the signing of the so-called uh, Respect for Marriage Act. Yeah. These are drag queens, sexual perverts that are performing in front of kids. Right. And they're trying to indoctrinate them into sexual anarchy. Well, in this particular case, uh, the Court of Appeals cited a ruling called Franciscan Alliance versus Becerra. Becerra is the Secretary of Health and Human Services, noting that Section 1557 under Obamacare defined sex discrimination to include discrimination on the basis of gender identity, according to a 2016 federal regulation. The Court of Appeals further pointed out that the Department of Health and Human Services has interpreted such discrimination to include sex stereotyping, which it defines as including the expectation that individuals will consistently identify with only one gender. The HHS has now 
taken the position that this Section 1557 requires these healthcare entities to ultimately perform these kind of treatments, which would include puberty blockers to kids, opposite sex hormones, and mutilating healthy body parts. And if you do not do that, then you would be in violation of this Obamacare law. So this is a great decision. It's the second Court of Appeals decision now to come out and block this Biden administration gender mutilation forced surgery on healthcare workers and religious entities. And, you know, just bringing this to home, I, I appreciate these mama bears and daddy bears and, and families and getting out and speaking on behalf of their children, going into these school board meetings, you know, and that's what it's going to take is really standing up for our children because this is a demonic attack on our precious children. In addition to these court decisions, Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida and the Florida Surgeon General Joseph Latipo have been leading the charge on this as well. The Florida Department of Health has noted that there is a lack of conclusive evidence for gender transitioning and the potential for long-term and irreversible effects noted that there was uh, systematic reviews on hormone interventions. They show a trend of low-quality evidence, sample size that are small, and medium to high risk. And, you know, Florida's a great example of leading the way, but every state, I don't care if your governor is Democratic or Republican, the people need to be speaking up on behalf of their children, as well as, you know, uh, what's going on in Florida. Every state should be doing this. Because, I mean, this is irreversible. You give these kids puberty blockers, it makes them sterile. Then you mutilate their body parts, and then many of them have suicidal thoughts or commit suicide because they realize this wasn't the panacea that they were sold to believe. For more information, go to Liberty Council's website, lc.org. We continue to advance religious freedom, the sanctity of human life, and God's design for marriage and family, lc.org. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org, where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. The website again, lc.org. You can also call us at 407-875-1776. Again, that phone number, 407-875-1776. Become an active partner of Liberty Council and make a difference in your community and across the nation.